Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. You ready? Yep. One, two, three. Hey, hey divas. divas. So tonight we're starting a new dis- new topic. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> we're starting a new crap. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's just start this whole thing over. Okay. I'm sorry. Ready? I'm sorry. Wait. Okay. One, two, three. Hey, hey divas. divas. So tonight we're starting a new theme. Um, we're going to talk about... What? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all should have prayed for try, me. Try, try one more time. What is it again? Not theme. Series. Series. Okay. Okay. That was that one feels better. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. Last <laughs> time. Last time. We're just going with it. I feel like I got some on my nose. I'm so sorry. You ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Hey, hey divas. divas. So tonight we're talking about a new series. Man. <laughs> <laughs> So tonight we're going to talk about an honest discussion about lying. Um, we're starting a new series, and we hope we're excited um, about that because um, we are. We're excited to get to something new. And um, so, first of all, we're going to look at what does the Bible say about lying? What? Um, because this is a topic that um, everybody is familiar with, um, but it's not really talked about a whole lot. Um, so you know, as far as being bad. Um, so we're going to look at Proverbs sixteen. I'm sorry, Proverbs 6, verses 16 through 19. And it says, These six things the Lord hates, yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. So that one really, um, you know, stood out to me because... Lying is mentioned twice in seven of the things that God hates. And so um, that's what really, you know, started, um, you know, thinking about, I started thinking about like, um, wow, like this is a big deal, but it's really not mentioned a lot in church. Um, And I do think we need to have more lessons online. Um, Another one is Proverbs 12, 22. Um, Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. So, um, you know, of course, we know that God loves an an honest person. You know, it's it's his delight. Um, And then um, Ephesians 4.25 says, Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. And so that's talking about like the the Romans. reference where it's talking about um we're all one body we're all members of one body and so we're supposed to be honest with each other and and that's a I think that's a way of loving one another too is being honest with a person um and then the last scripture that I have is um James 1 and it says if anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his own heart this one's religion is useless So I thought that was pretty powerful, too. You know, his religion is useless if he doesn't bridle his own tongue. And that is true. You know, of course, that's also talking about um, bad language. But I do believe that it's talking about lying as well. Um, You know, as a 
as a child being brought up, it was bad to lie to your parent. Um, you got in trouble and, you know, you got in trouble at school if you lied to your teacher. And it seems like as we've grown up, it hasn't, we don't get those type of um, consequences, at least not, you know, like like we did when we were kids. Um, so what do y'all have, um, you know, on the Bible? Like, what does the Bible say um, about lying? Do y'all have any examples or anything like that? Yeah. Well, you know, the first law that we have recorded is found in Genesis chapter 3, verse 4. And that is when the serpent is talking with Eve and he tells her that if she disobeys God, then she's not going to die, like God Mm -hmm. said. Just that one word, not, you know, just adding that word uh, made it, made all those events occur. And another story that we talked a lot about in Bible class growing up was in Acts chapter 5, verse 3. And it's the story of Ananias and Sapphira, or if you're Andy, Sapphira. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, they went to the apostles and they gave them money from land that they had sold. And they said that they had given all the money that they made from the land, which was not true. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, people talk about well you know if they if they wouldn't have given all the money and they just would have been honest and said hey you know this is some money that we gave you know there would have been no problem and that would have been great they would have been very very thankful and and proud of them but since they lied about it and and they were deceitful it cost them their lives Mm -hmm. and then Achan in Joshua chapter 7 when they were going on their way to Canaan and had these battles with people um, they were supposed to destroy everything in there and of course he didn't he took something and he hid it in his tent and they had this big search for it because God knows God knows everything shock Mm. um And, you know, that costs the life of his entire family just from being deceitful with that. And one story that I wasn't really familiar with before we started studying about lying um, is found in 2 Kings chapter 5, uh, verses 19 through 27. And it's the story of, I'm going to say Gehazi because that sounds cool. (laughs) And um, we're, we're a little more familiar with the story of Naaman who, you know, got leprosy. And Elisha helped heal him by telling him to go wash in the in Jordan. So that's the story leading up to to Gazi. And um, so Naaman wanted to give Elisha a gift because he had helped him be healed. And Elisha refused. And so they left. And Gehazi was working with Elisha. I think he was one of the servants. And so he actually turned back and went back to Naaman and said, "Um, you know that gift that you wanted to give Elisha? Yeah, he wants it now, so I'll take it for him. And so Elisha knows because God's on his side. And Gehazi actually ends up getting leprosy because of his Mm. law, (laughs) which is kind of, you know, makes the story go full circle. So... Something that's with all of these stories is that they have consequences. Mm-hmm. Lies have consequences. Yeah, for sure. We were talking about, um, you know, this new discussion. Um, I was thinking, you know, how does the world view these lies? And we know how the Bible views the lies. We know how um, God feels about lies. So what does the world think? 
And um, one of the first things is that, you know, some people believe that lies are not bad at all. Um, Adolf Hitler said, if you tell a big enough lie and tell it frequently enough, it will be believed. So basically, if you're good at lying, then it's not bad. You know, as long as you don't um, mess up and, and, you know, let that truth slip out, then you're in the, you're in the clear. Um, and a lot of people believe that. A lot of people, if you ask them, you know, probably would say that, you know, lies are not that bad. Um, and I think that's a big danger because you lose sight of the truth. If you really believe that lies are not bad, then you lose sight of what is true. And I, I think that's a very dangerous place to be. Um, another big one that a lot of people hear is just a little white lie. You know, I'm sure you've all heard that. Um, so that's saying that the big lies are bad, but the little ones, they're okay. And so I looked at what a white lie was because I've always heard that saying. I'm like, well, let's just see what the definition is because we're definition people here. So um, it says, a lie told to prevent an argument or bad feelings over something generally meaningless. And so it has examples, of course, below, and this one kills me. But it says, a male telling a white lie, no, dear, I didn't talk to my female friend, the one you hate, for days now. Like, that is not a white <laughs> lie to me, but um, <laughs> that's a big one, and it's not meaningless, but... Um, <laughs> You know, it's just like the, you know, realizing the the thinking behind um, or the people's thinking behind laws. The man knew that telling his, you know, significant girlfriend, or, yeah, whatever it is, significant other, that if he was talking to that woman, that she would be mad, you know. And so he's like, I'm going to not because we're going to fight. We're going to. And so he didn't tell her. But um, I think there's a lot of other um you know, smaller white lies probably, but um, do y'all have any other examples of that? White lies or anything? Or any I mean, other I know sometimes we just say stuff to be polite. Like, you know, we, we don't know what to say. Sometimes it's just filler. Like, oh, that's a cute shirt. And you may not you may not think it's an ugly shirt, but you may not be like, you know, particularly attached. You know, yeah. like, like, I wish yeah. I had that shirt or, you know. Sometimes I think we just say stuff, and mm -hmm. I definitely know, I remember my and Ava's mom would say this sometimes, but this lady we went to church with, um, we're in like in high school, she said, I don't know if she actually thinks this stuff about me, because she says it to everybody, mm -hmm. and she says it all the time, whenever first thing she sees you, she just says that, and you're thinking, she's, my mom, which our mom's very over-analytical <laughs> and critical, but... You know, she had a point, you know, does this person, they're just like, that's just what they say when they come up to you? Mm -hmm. Or they actually think, wow, you know, everything I wear is just adorable, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so I don't think, you know, it's not necessarily have big consequences as far as, you know, oh, if I find out she doesn't actually like my shirt, it's not going <laughs> to right. mean anything. But yeah, it's just like in that habit and just coming off as, you know, superficial or <laughs> not being genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disingenuous. Yeah, yeah. Is on the bachelor. bachelor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a word. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, why? When I was thinking of why do we lie, that was a big one. Is mm -hmm. um, to protect someone's feelings, or um, you know, another one is we don't want to believe the truth. Like when we lie to ourselves, um, maybe it's because we don't want to believe that what is true. Um, another one that came to mind was we are afraid of the consequences of the truth. And I know that was a big one for me growing up. I mean, I was, I, I lied because I'm like, if I tell the truth, I'm getting in big trouble, like mm -hmm. bigger trouble. And, um, and I think a lot of people carry that on into adulthood. Um, you know, they are afraid of the consequences of the truth. Um, 
And another one is honesty sometimes shows our weaknesses. And a lot of people are afraid of that. They don't like for people to know their weaknesses. So they lie to put up a front. Um, and, you know, um, and it goes along with the last one that came in, that came to mind was our image. You know, we tell people lies sometimes to protect our image and to make us look, you know, big and bad. Or I guess I'm thinking of a man. I don't know. <laughs> or, um, you know, that we have it all together. Because, I mean, women, we, we lie all the time. We're like, oh, you know, we're I'm doing really great. Everything is great. <laughs> you know, no problems at all. Um, I know I do that a lot when people ask, which we don't want to just be like, well, this is what my day has looked like. <laughs> we don't want to, like, spill it all out there. But... We don't have to um, to lie and say that we were perfect and we got it all together and don't have problems. Yeah. Yeah. When I was doing doing my studies on this, um, it kind of the reasons why we lie to me kind of fell into two categories. You know, you either lie to save someone else, you know, someone else's feelings or reputation or whatnot, or you lie to save yourself, save yourself embarrassment, mm-hmm. punishment. Or whatever it may be but those those are the two main categories of why people lie yeah um so i've got a list here of some worldly consequences um because we talk i mean we know like our spiritual consequence i mean with any sin is um you know of course not getting to go to heaven if we don't repent of those sins um and so you know there are worldly consequences and that's what our whole you know, new series is about is that, you know, we're going to, of course, point out that, you know, what the Bible says about that sin, but we're really going to dig into, you know, the consequences here on earth too, because it's not just spiritual consequences. There are, you know, worldly consequences to these sins. And so, um, one of the main ones is you have to keep lying. If you lie once, you have to keep, you, you have to keep up with it and you have to remember it. That would be the hardest thing for me, honestly, is remembering who I told the lie to and to what extent. Um, you know, if you you tell about your, your life and it's all fake and someone's like, oh, how's so-and-so or how's this going in your life? And you're like, oh, man, I forgot I told you that. Like, <laughs> it's going really great. And you mm-hmm. have to come up with something to make it believable. And it would just be so much easier to just tell the truth, even if it doesn't, even if the truth like we said, you know, it's hard to, to say. You're like, well, I'm not doing anything. I don't have a job or I don't do this. Like, you know, I mean. Or I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not uh, sick. I'm not busy. I just don't want to hang out with you. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, another one, you know, when I was thinking about keeping up a lie, um, it gave me anxiety thinking about it. And I'm like, really, that's what lies do. Um, when we lie, it causes stress and anxiety. Yeah. And it just builds, you know, the more that you lie, um, just trying to keep up with it. Um, yeah, I mean, I looked at some of, like, the physical or psychological effects that it can have um, on your mental health or physical health. And I really thought of this because I was watching this movie a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's called Knives Out. It came out last year. And it's, like, a murder mystery, but it has a little bit of comedy in it. And um, so this, like, older man dies, and he's, like, you know, really rich. And, you know, of course, his family's trying to get the money and stuff. And... Um, so the police come in to, you know, kind of investigate to see if anything, you know, kind of weird happened because one of the detectives kind of had a feeling. Um, and so he's interviewing the family members and he interviews the guy's nurse who, had, you know, he had some health problems. So she was there and she helped him every day. They were really close. And she has this like weird condition to where if she tells a lie or conceals the truth, she vomits. And so they're like, you know, I feel like we can trust you and help you because we'll know if you're not telling us the truth. 
And so throughout this, she does have a little bit of like a um, some knowledge of some stuff that happened. She is trying to cover some stuff up. And somehow she like, you know, always kind of distracts them if she ever like feels like she needs to vomit. And so, you know, I was like, you know, does that actually happen to us? Mm-hmm. Does, you know, can we actually get to that point of where we're lying? We get like to the point of being physically sick. And so um, one of the psychology um, articles I read said that dishonesty puts the brain in a state of heightened alert that increases stress levels. And so, you know, if it's a little lie, it's, you know, you may not notice much, but the greater or, you know, more severe the consequences are for your lie, the greater your stress level is going to be, you know, your heart rate's going to increase, you know, sometimes you'll sweat, um, your mouth mm-hmm. goes dry, um, your voice can shake. Um, so, you know, yeah, we may not get to the, that point, but it can cause nausea because I know sometimes when I feel anxious about, not about lying, just other things going mm-hmm. on in life. You know, I just feel sick to my stomach. And so, you know, having that level of stress on you can make you sick um, sometimes. And that's kind of what triggers you. Um, so, you know, and also like in polygraphs, when they're, you know, investigating crimes, if they have like a suspect, they try to do a polygraph to, you know, see if they can tell if they're lying, tell them the truth. And, you know, start from like a baseline, like, you know, asking basic questions that most people wouldn't lie about, like their name, unless you're just like, you know, going by an alias, like you're a really deep fan. Um, so that they can measure your heart rate and stuff to see, you know, how truthful you're being. So, yeah, I mean, it can make you, you know, where you're, you know, just it gets to you mentally mm-hmm. and physically and where you're just you can't even control your own body, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another one that I was thinking of is um, you can become a habitual liar and I think mm-hmm. that's once you become that too um, it probably does cause more of that you know mental um, you know health to go down um, but this I think yeah Thomas Jefferson said he who permits himself to tell a lie once finds it much easier to do it again and again until at length it becomes habitual and it's you know if you've lied um, and it it wasn't that bad and then you do it again and then it still wasn't that bad and you keep doing it I feel like um the more that you lie the easy because you kind of have that conscience uh that that makes you feel a little bit anxious and makes you feel a little bit bad about it but if you keep doing that I feel like eventually that goes away and that's when you become the habitual liar because you don't feel bad anymore about it does that make sense yeah um another one is a big one um, I think the biggest consequence is you lose trust. Um, and for any relationship, trust is the number one thing. You have to have trust to have a good relationship, whether it be a friendship or a relationship, um, you know, with the, with the significant other. Um, you know, it always starts with trust because when you have that, you feel comfortable, you feel safe, you feel secure, and you feel like you can, you know, open up about things. Um, and once that, if that trust ever gets broken, it's so hard to get that back. Um, and even if, you know, someone has done something in an earlier relationship, you know, another, um, yeah, relationship, um, and your trust gets broken there when you get in a new relationship that you trust that person so much, but you still have that pain, Mm -hmm. you know, from being, um, lied to. Another consequence is it can ruin your reputation. And I think that kind of goes along with what I was just saying is, um, you know, um, if someone has, well, if you lie to someone in the past, then when you get another relationship, um, 
they know most likely they'll they'll find out that you've lied and and they won't trust you automatically because they know what you've done in the past you know and it can ruin your future relationships as well another consequence um that we have for lying is jail time because (laughs) um (laughs) if you lie under Mm -hmm. oath that Mm -hmm. is considered perjury and you can go to jail for a long time for that Mm -hmm. um So think about that if you're ever on the stand. (laughs) Hopefully you won't be. And then also, like, something that I deal with at my work is false documentation. So, Mm -hmm. which is basically lying while you're doing charting. So if you put that you talked to this person or that you gave them medicine or something and that turns out to be untrue, then you can be fired lose your license and possibly be sued so that's a pretty big deal um just for a couple of words in a chart so i take that pretty seriously um this quote that i found when i was studying for this i really liked the way they worded it about um truth and lying and it says truth is like a surgery it hurts but it cures lies are like a painkiller it gives instant relief but has side effects forever And that's so true. Um, The truth may hurt you or another person in the moment, but it is something that you can overcome and it'll be okay. Um, But a lie is that, you know, that painkiller that just gives a little bit of relief, but then you feel bad forever until you fix it. And then that person is being lied to forever and nobody likes to be lied to. I mean, nobody enjoys that. Um, so even though, you know, the truth hurts, you will be, you will feel so much better to just be honest. It's, it's a relief to just be an honest person. Um, so the truth doesn't cost you anything, but a lie could cost you everything. So we just hope you really enjoyed this new series that we're going to be starting. And, um, we've got others lined up that we're excited about and that we're going to start studying for you. So, um, we just hope you always remember to be kind. Be humble and be trustworthy. Bye. Bye.